Hello, welcome to another episode of Finding My Fit at 40, except we're not going to be talking about finding your fit at all today. Um, we decided we're going to do a little extra episode for you guys listening, because if you have turned on the TV, been on the internet... If you haven't or, been living under a rock. Yeah, if you haven't yeah. been living under a rock, there's a lot of pressing stuff that's been out in the news, and we decided we want to chat a little bit. We brought some guests with us, and we're going to have a big open forum discussion kind of about it. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the most recent uh, Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. And we're just going to kind of chat a little bit about our opinions. If this is not some a hot-button topic that you don't want to get into, turn the episode off now, because that's all we're going to talk about. Okay. There's not going to be any fitness today. There's not going to be any updates. It's just going to be us chatting a little bit about where we're at with this and kind of what we think. So yeah. if you want in on that, continue listening. Stick around. Stick around. I'm with my usual compadre. Mike is here. That's the me. bear. That's me. And we also have Chrissy with us. Greetings. Greetings. And we have some special guests. We brought my wife back. Hello. She sounds like... I don't even Lauren know. McCall, <laughs> <laughs> Kathleen Turner. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. Kara is our resident Roe v. Wade expert. Yes, and we brought in somebody who knows a little bit more about it than we do, and we're all just going to kind of have some opinions on it. Yeah, and Kara, understand, for we're not trying us. to. Yeah, of course. We're not trying to convert anybody out there right now. We're just given a voice with our tiny voice footprint that we have available. Because we don't feel like it gets done often enough. Yes. So before we start, if you're not familiar, uh, what is, what are we talking about? What is Roe v. Wade? What is this? Chrissy, can you give me just an overview? Where are we at? Sure. So very recently, Roe v. Wade was overturned, which... What does that mean? That basically means that federally, we used to have, women used to have the protection of the ability to have abortions. And now that is left on a state-per-state state basis. So that becomes a problem, right? Every state... There are some states where abortion is still legal. And there are some states that already had laws on the books so that when this was overturned, everybody's rights are going to be different depending on where you live. We're in the state of Georgia. I believe that means for us that abortions are legal after six weeks. Or illegal, illegal sorry. After, after six weeks. weeks. Which becomes a problem if you're a lady, because knowing that you're pregnant before six weeks is, I mean, if you're trying to get pregnant, you might know. If you're tracking your things very, very strictly, you might know. But generally, like, you're not, you're not going to know at like, six did weeks. Did you know at six weeks? I didn't realize that we were going to get that into this. That <laughs> well, I'm just trying to, well, you, <laughs> it, like we, we just said before, you've had two children. Yeah, you're mm -hmm. the only one. You're the only one in this room. The only one in the world. No. The world. <laughs> the only one in this room who's. Why the rest of us have to have them. <laughs> you put them on purposely. Now they might have them. Now we don't know. We're not sure. Yolo. Um, did I know at six weeks? I. Uh, I'm just saying you were trying, and we were I trying. Believe so I believe. did we even? Know? I believe I. I don't remember. Did I believe I did? Um, but. Because it was close. And I was we going to say, it was probably close, right? We yeah. were actively trying. That's kind of what I was trying to Because for anybody who doesn't know how it works. <laughs> um, Which, unfortunately, there's plenty of there's people There's plenty of people. Tell them. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, this is going to get really girly and, and gooey for a second. I mean, so that's the whole thing. Yeah, I, would normally, I would normally be getting... I'm, I was on birth control um, for m m 
most of my young adult, adult life. life. I'm going to say young because I'm young. You're so young. Um, yeah, you are. And uh, I, uh, I was on the pill, and so that for m- what it did to my body was it made me very regular. I was absolutely I'm me too. Extremely regular, kind of always new. When we decided to embark in the crazy decision of having children, um, creating our own, humans. I stopped taking my birth control, and I wasn't as regular as I was used to mm-hmm. for years and years and years. Prior and was to it that. drastically off? It was point? not drastically okay. off. I personally, my body, my system was not drastically different. Okay. But I know many women <sighs> Tons. whose bodies are drastically well, I've had a few different. female clients that it's taken months before things yeah. have become more regular. Right. I'm going to play dumb because, I mean, I really know. I don't actually. <laughs> How dramatically different can it actually get? You oh, get, hugely different. Can, I've got a body right now. Some people have a period. Some people will, yeah, will have a, multiple periods in a month. Some people will go months without a period. Multiple in a yeah, month? Yeah, that's not really? a good time. So I have PCOS, so I have never been able to track my periods. If I'm not on birth control, I... I can have longest stretch was eighty four days mm. straight of bleeding. <coughs> yeah, oh. that was a that was an intervention. Um, <laughs> you can't see my eyes got <laughs> yeah. real big right now, you guys. I know it's a eighty audio plus problem. days straight of bleeding. Holy crap! And then I would go four, five, six months without a period. So I had no way to know whether or not I was pregnant, and it's it's just the way that my body works. So and it's very common. What, you use the initial. What is that? Uh, polycystic ovarian syndrome. So whenever I drop an egg, my ovary also creates a cyst filled with testosterone. Um, when I went through the beginning of all this and figured it out and had the um, laparoscopy and hysteroscopy when I was diagnosed with endometriosis, the reasoning behind that was we had an ultrasound and your ovaries are supposed to be like golf ball sized. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, I had 17 cysts on my left ovary, and I had 13 on my right. And birth control is supposed to be one of the only things that Mm -hmm. is known to make your cysts not occur as much, and I had been on it for six years. Whoa. That's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot to unpack. (laughs) Yeah. And again... It's like surprisingly a, common. How how often do women have oh, PCOS? So it's, many women have it's PCOS. So many. It's so hard. It's so hard for women who have PCOS to be pregnant, and because you cannot track your cycle, you have no way to know when your body is going to actually cooperate with things. Also, so women, it is capable though to still get pregnant. It is. It's it, very. It is but they're, they're also hard. They're tough pregnancies. People with PCOS do not have easy pregnancies. No, nope. women with PCOS as well, like they have to go on fairly harsh drugs sometimes to try and regulate to then become able to have children. Was it metformin is the most I think common so, yeah. one? So, so this stuff prescribe. really matters to you. This is like yeah. this is a really hot button. Again, topic. like I, I mentioned earlier, I don't want children. So. I have never wanted children. It is not a thing in my life. I I have never dreamt of being pregnant with that beach ball belly and having a thing grow up beside me. Not not me. I've been asking for the last 11 years, to have a hysterectomy. Some type of tubal ligation. Again, since I have PCOS and endometriosis, in my early 20s, throughout all of the medication I was on and the doctor's appointments I was going to, I was paying over $1,000 a month with insurance for my medications and my appointments. And how much pain were you in because of those? Oh, that's why we went... I had... My partner at the time tried to take me to the ER because I had a cyst burst and I was in so much pain and I actually had to lock him out of the bathroom because I knew what was going on. I knew I didn't need to go to the ER. He had never experienced it before. So 
by having it all just taken out, you would be. I if it, it would get rid of everything, you'd be good exactly. to go. Exactly, she'd, she'd have to be on hormones for forever. But the, that as being the alternative to being in pain all the time, um, forced to keep something in her body that is causing issues. Are, are you familiar with endometriosis? No. Essentially, mm-hmm. uterine tissue is growing outside of the uterus in different areas, and mm-hmm. it can cause you know uh, organs to stick together, stuff you know, intestines to stick together. You can get um, it's not good adhesions, and well, that's. Whenever you have your period, when your body is supposed to shed it, it also sheds it inside. So it creates little sticky points. Like mine are on the front side of my uterus and the back side of my bladder. So those two are adhered together. If I continue to have periods, I will continue to grow those adhesions throughout my body because there is nothing to stop it. And that causes pain. So the only way to stop that is a hysterectomy. And it causes internal distress you can get there are so many other medical conditions because it's it attacks your other organs it sticks them together it makes it so they can't function properly i'm sorry i'm making it i feel like (laughs) but that's awful yeah now the the biggest problem there is that women with that kind of pain that are below the age of 35 cannot get these covered by insurance doctors are like well your studies show you're going to regret this and and it's definitely hard to find a doctor i also have never wanted children and i'm a lot of child-free groups so i read a lot of stories of women who are trying to find a doctor have been denied by doctors over and over and over again there's actually like a running list right now of doctors that will do like a Mm -hmm. full hysterectomy without asking a lot of questions it's just frustrating for women because men can walk in and have an outpatient procedure and the doctor doesn't care i mean if you're a woman and you're married they will ask your husband's permission for you to have a hysterectomy Mm -hmm. if you're a man and you're married and you want a vasectomy no one cares no one's asking your wife they're just like you sure yeah cool but a vasectomy is also reversible usually it's actually more permanent than people think but the thing is that it's that's irrelevant. If it a guy's going matter. in, it doesn't matter. If a guy's going in there, he wants he wants a vasectomy. It's because he doesn't want to have kids or whatever, right? Because right. he's and sure that, no one Victor's cares. Not advocating for that. He's just playing. Yeah, he's making. Yeah, I completely goes. agree. You know, thanks, Mike. I got you. I got you. <laughs> so it's just the daggers came my fly my way. I ju- I juked them, but we're good. We're good. And it's just, just ultimately very frustrating. And, yeah, I and get that. to kind of be clear, where like the the path that we're going down for people who are listening, they're like, okay, well, we were talking. I thought we were talking about Roe v. Wade. This is abortions. Like, this is we're talking about the blanket statement that I feel like a lot of society thinks. They see all of these billboards and posters and things with the babies with the and fetuses. all that stuff, and yeah. it's. You know, it's about reproductive rights right. um, that goes beyond just that blanket kind of the blanket statements that a lot of pro-life people right. try to make. It's beyond that. And it's I, really I think just like that. we discussed, too, we're going even slightly past just reproductive rights. This is also reproductive health. If you cannot get yourself taken care of by a doctor because the government's decided you are not old enough to really make this decision yet. You're not really old enough to know what you want at this point. I get, I hear you that you're in a lot of pain. I hear you that you know dead set for sure, absolutely, that you don't want a child. But but we've seen some studies where the average person regrets it. Okay, no matter what study there is, no matter what the average is, if a doctor is not treating the patient and they're treating the average, they're, they're not doing their fucking job. They're putting your potential future child's health over your own and you don't even want a potential future child right right so like what why do why does this potential future fetus have more rights than me an already living person right who's here and knows what i want you know what i mean like yeah 
But then let's go to the other side of the health side where the rheumatoid arthritis drugs yeah, and absolutely. the different oh, medications heart, that are known meds? to be abortifacients that if you have rheumatoid arthritis, it's it's debilitating. It's, it's terrible. Awful. Your joints will just it's it's I have so a buddy. Painful. She's had like a thousand surgeries on all sorts of joints. She's struggles. She and struggles a lot. She's a young girl. She's not old. No, you know? are, are the RA drugs guaranteed abortifacients or they just have the it's chance just, It's a of chance being. of a side effect, I believe. And there's some right. heart meds so, that do the same thing, some ADHD meds. And it's like, yeah. how are you going to... But now the doctors are saying, okay, well, if you are of age in which you could conceive, now it's up to them. Can they prescribe these drugs? What are these people doing? I mean, some of these people need these drugs to survive. So I don't... Understand. So they're trying to find workarounds. Is what's happening? Is that, am I clear? It's what just. You're... It's just that not now they're not just coming after are abortions legal or not legal, but anything that could potentially cause a miscarriage or an abortion. And to me, to me, it doesn't sound like they're trying to find a workaround. It's just a hard and fast rule that ooh, this has this possibility. It's out. I'm yeah. sorry oh, you're suffering. I thought. It's I out. thought what you were saying, Chrissy, is that doctors were trying to find <laughs> that workaround to be like, well, maybe we could prescribe this. But you're saying that that's not yeah. even. No, it's that yeah. they're Taking already taking. It's, it's a exactly. possible yeah. because they might cause so an abortion. Gone. And yeah. what's totally scary about all of it to me is that. It's this is the beginning. Absolutely, the doors is open. You know, it it's not just about, you know, like I said, that blanket statement. What a lot of people just think that oh, it's you know, oh, abortions, it's it's wrong, it's so bad. Like, you know, you you're you are absolutely entitled to that opinion. Hundred percent. But yeah. this is just the beginning of any rights. Like, if they can, and that's why, like, people kind of they it, it's become a trope, the my body, my choice, and people kind of laugh at it and everything, but. It's true that, you know, we talk about we just celebrated the Fourth of July and independence and freedom and, but like, what what, what are, are they going to take away next? Yeah, if they can take right. away this. Like, what's going to happen? What other rights are in question and, now? Can they come yes. after same sex marriage? You know, who knows? What was the length of time between uh, Roe v. Wade and then now the overturn? Oh, it's early. You mean when was roughly when, yeah. when was Roe v. Wade yeah. originally? And then now to to be overturned. What was the timeline in between that? Well, roughly. while Christie's looking that up, cool. it um, was the, it was, I mean, we're looking at like fifty years now. Right? I think it's, 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 it's in seventy three. Okay, I think it's so. My point yeah. in that question is how slowly that wheel turns. And you're right. If this is the beginning, how long is it going to take before we get back to at least a middle ground where there are some some rules that make sense. Like we, we had briefly discussed, like <clears throat> as the father of a daughter, I'm hoping sooner than later. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to interrupt. That's what that I'm saying. Thought. I said earlier, I like, I want to be hopeful. I need to be hopeful. Yeah. Yeah. I'm raising two children, one boy, one girl, but I'm raising two kids in the hopes that like they can be prosperous human beings with Make the lives. choices right. that they want to make. I'm going to make a point here in a, in a little bit that I'm even going to hate bringing up because it is your Thanks, child. But but I want to what I want to say to, to Mike, what you're saying about like, oh, it's been 50 years since Roe v. Wade. That's and like, nothing. You know, it. you're right. It is nothing. But I just it's fresh in my mind because I just listened to it the other day. I heard someone um, on a different podcast talking about um, kind of the reality of where we're at politically with all of this and how so many have that kind of thought of like, oh, it's been... You know, it's 50 years and it's this slow burn. And she's like, if you look at some of the other surrounding facts, it's not. It's actually been within the past decade that a lot of this stuff has suddenly been kind of churning. And she said, to her point, that if you look at even 
um, George W. Bush. I forget what the nickname they used to call him, Rubber Bush or something like that. But um, <laughs> they used to they used to make fun of him because he was this Republican, but he was very active in family um, planning and yeah. in in you know all of these things. He was way more left than any of his colleagues at that time, and he fought for a lot of these things, you know, yeah. twenty years ago. Yeah. And his dad, which I thought this was really interesting, I didn't know, his dad, George Bush Sr., mm-hmm. was the treasurer of Planned Parenthood. Wow, I didn't know that. Mind blown. Mind right blown, there. yeah. So what she was saying is that, like, we have right now, we're in this whole, like, you know, left versus right thing, Republicans, Democrats, blah, blah, blah. Like, all of this has really been kind of more recent. Yeah. I feel but like but recent within the last decade-ish? I, uh, yeah. so, I mean, still, uh, 10 years is, is a long damn time. If, if women have to wait 10 damn years to, to regain that, that due. Yeah. And looking at, at the, the hard and fast rules, like we were discussing the, the 10-year-old in, in Ohio who was raped and is pregnant. Now, this is a huge outlier in the fact that most women haven't quite gone through puberty by So we 10. were talking about so, that prior to the show. So right. what story are you talking about? Uh Actually, Kara, you, you take this. Uh, there was a 10-year-old girl in Ohio who was raped. And Ohio is one of the states where they now have a very strict abortion ban. This 10-year-old girl is not allowed to have an abortion. And she is now carried. She's now being forced to carry the child of her rapist. And, and who, the and psychological. I think it was incest. I like I think I, it was I believe, a family I believe member. believe it was, too. And that's, that's my point, too. So this is... It's not just bringing a child in that's unwanted at that point. It's the psychological damage that that child herself is going to carry throughout her life and inflict on her child and all the people around her. What did you just... you? If that girl doesn't have a correct support system around her... Also, she's 10. I was Who's about having to say, a so baby not, at not 10? The, the changes a female's even... body goes through in pregnancy, yeah. we're going to put that on a fucking 10-year-old? I mean, she just doesn't what? have the... That's any, Anyway, to be factual about the story, I believe she left the state of Ohio to actually have an Which abortion. Which good for her. Well, good. Good so for that's, her. She went good. camping. She went camping, baby. Yeah, but, but imagine the, the 10-year-olds <laughs> that can't do that, because this is not a, a solo scenario. This this garbage shit happens all over the yeah, damn world. because people are garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so the ones that can't get out and are stuck with that, a 10-year-old is bringing a child to term. The amount of trauma that this child will now have to go through and deal with for the rest of her life. It's child life. abuse, bro. Yes, it it's is. 100% yes, it child is. abuse. There's no way around that. And that's that. the problem with hard and fast rules given by the government. Yeah. You have to have an entire setup for what are the outliers here? What are the extenuating circumstances? What are the checks and balances that we have to go through? Even if it's a lengthy one where you have to go to see two or three doctors mm-hmm. that can then sign off at something, something that allows it to be an outlier so that we take care of this child. This is not a woman getting yeah, to decide man her life right now she is a fucking child also the other thing is if you're gonna do something so hard and fast like ban abortion then you should have been doing a lot of things before that because right now you're like you gotta carry a baby and push it out and there's no one's gonna care about the baby after no one cares about the baby after it comes out there's no support there for any of that right so like if you would have had to construct some programs that really really focus on providing people the resources and stuff that they need to raise these children before you just make them have babies but then if you set up programs there will be success and that's exactly (laughs) what they don't want you're right because nobody wants success they want to keep 
the people in poverty in poverty at that's the end of what the day. It, I feel like that's yeah. what almost all of it boils yeah. down to. Yeah. Because, yes, it's an attack on women's rights, but I feel like it's more of an attack on the idea of the women in specific situations who can't afford to go to other states, who can't afford to get out of the scenario that they're in. Mm-hmm. And now they used to be able to go to the clinic and get an abortion. And now those people on the outside in the political views can be like, well, they're using it as birth control. Well, their numbers are going to drop. We can't have less poor people. We need more poor people so we can control them. So we can keep in power Mm -hmm. because when people are poor, the people who are wealthy are in power. Like it's yeah, you know that the wealthy folks are still getting abortions, right? Yeah, totally. Right. Like they're going to find a way. But that and that's exactly it. It it, the way you really want to beat this instead of saying no abortions (laughs) is exactly what you're saying. Set up educational ways. The access uh, to birth control needs to be there. Access to birth control. Yeah. Set up all of these, pro- set up programs in impoverished areas so that there's, this doesn't happen before it ha- has to happen. Like, yeah. beat abortion. You really want to beat abortion? Get there before it happens that they feel like they need an abortion. And you're going to drop the numbers tremendously of abortions if that's what you're real, right. l- really worried about. Yeah. And then the abortions that do happen are the medical necessary ones, not the ones that you're saying are the problems that they're, that people use it as birth control. Because that's the number one thing that I've heard in in my thing is that, like, is, oh, well, I, people, they, they just use it like it's birth control. I'm like, who does? Who uses it like it's <laughs> yeah. birth control? Right. Now you're just kicking out statements where you have no <laughs> But have you heard that? You've yeah, heard that. Oh, I've heard yeah. that. I've heard it, but I haven't seen any damn study. Yeah, I haven't I, seen any, any list of actual instances. I mean, not that I know everybody in the planet or even everybody in the state or whatever, but I, I, has anybody in this room heard of anybody who's used a, a, an abortion? At, you don't have to name names or anything, no. but, yeah. obviously, but have you, does anybody know somebody who's been no. like, oops, I just, like, like it's birth control? No, no man, it's, I think everyone that has... It's a fact that is, that is just kicked out to kind of prove a People point don't just, and, like, and be having abortions for funsies, man. Like, no, I think that that's a that's heavy choice a real for people process. to be making. Like, I, it can't <laughs> well, be easy on the body. Do you get it, like, a... I mean, I third think... Third one's free? I think oh, the, the... Punch card? It comes down to the very fine line of, like, well, how do you determine what that means? Like using it as birth control. Does that mean that they weren't on some other form of birth like, control? Also, just not everybody can be or in birth control. Because, by the way, like, birth control has terrible side effects, and women are forced to be on it. And let me pop off for one second, because let me tell you, and I talked about this earlier, in nine months, a woman can make typically one baby. Let's say she had in vitro fertilization. She had, I don't know, four babies. All right? Mm-hmm. How many babies can a man make in nine months? Unlimited. Unlimited number of babies, but yet we're regulating women, which is wild, you know? So, like, women are expected to eat some kind of birth control to stuff themselves full of hormones that, by the way, aren't great, guys. That shouldn't be something that we have to do if we don't want to do it, right? But now you have to do that, or you have to have a baby, or you don't have sex, which is ridiculous. The people out there that are like, oh, you just don't have sex if you don't want a baby. Uh, no! No, man! People like to have sex. What the hell? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play devil's advocate for a minute here, because I feel like, and again, I'm, this is just a statement. Please don't Eat you? Me. I won't. Um, uh, but... So you're saying about that birth control is bad. So is birth control a negative thing or is it a positive thing? You're not a girl. Sorry. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're not a girl. (laughs) My bad. Um, Birth control, is it a negative thing or is it a positive thing? Because earlier that we were just talking, Becky was saying about how it makes her regular and how it helps. So is it a bad thing or is it a good thing? The answer is yes. It is both. But before you pop off. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. I said it made me regular. 
Yeah. It didn't say it helps. Yeah. Right. Okay. There so are that, a lot of other negative things that I would love so to stop taking. Sure. Oh, so so typically, what? people get put on birth control for a lot of reasons. Yeah, okay. Sometimes they have PCOS. PCOS. Yep. Sometimes they have super irregular periods, stuff like that, right? So like, it does help regulate some things, hormones. Sometimes it helps with like other random things that women are going through, like even things as simple as acne, right? Okay. But also it has tons of terrible side effects and you don't really want to be like eating birth control for from the moment that right. you are f- potentially fertile, which can be as young as 10, maybe younger, right. nine. I don't know. I was a late right. bloomer. But anyway, or all the way until what? You're 50? Like that's a lot of years of just eating hormones. So you're literally <laughs> having your body's hormones controlled for the vast majority of your life at that point. So question, so Kara, I'm going to turn the mic over to you here for in a second because I heard you say kind of under your breath, how many have you been on? About four or five different types of birth control over the years. And also, let's talk about the medication that I'm on now, Orlissa, mm-hmm. and before that it was Lupron. And Lupron is a drug that puts you into medical menopause. So at 20... I think I was 21, 22 years old. I went through six months of menopause. I had hot flashes. I had (laughs) night sweats. I had all of it. And I'm on that medication again at a lower dose that was just approved. Now, ask him how many times. what is that supposed to do? It's because of PCOS and because of the endometriosis, it... I don't have a regular period. It doesn't tell my body to release an egg. So I don't get as many cysts. I don't get as many adhesions because I don't have a period as often because I also so have an IUD of, in. Is it kind of like a drug induced hysterectomy? Is that the idea of it? Like, don't function. <laughs> Stay in there. We want all the goods to be in exactly. your body, but just but don't function it's right now. like a fake but, hysterectomy if you want to look at it. Well, well that's what I'm saying. Is, yeah. that, is that what the idea is? But, well, then why don't you just allow it? But pause, right. pause, pause. Because if I didn't have insurance, you want to know what that medication oh would cost God. me per month? I it's can only imagine. Hilarious. Medi- <laughs> That's a whole other topic. Medications in this yeah. country is twelve hundred dollars a month. Wow. Twelve hundred dollars a month for a twenty-eight day cycle of pills. So that costs thirty-five cents. Yeah, you know make. who can't afford that? People in poverty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's why they end up having abortions. We're just yeah. coming so, full I'm circle. I'm not in poverty. I can't afford that. I know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. And so I. I was on orthotricyclin for a while, and which is three different levels of hormones. And then I was on orthocyclin for a little while, um, which is one steady level of hormones and a week of sugar pills. I was on Yaz when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried the NuvaRing, and that thing was fucking terrible. The, the hormones and swings with that were, I would be laughing, crying maniacally. And like five minutes later, be perfectly fine. And then about two minutes after that, be in such a depressive just state because it's a constant flow of hormones inside of your vagina that you trade out. I literally took it back into my gynecologist's office and slapped it back down on his desk and told me if he didn't write me a prescription, I would find someone who would because I hated it so much. And then I did... Lupron for six I months. I hope you just ripped it out and slapped it off. Yeah. <laughs> I brought it in. Oh my. I brought it in in a Ziploc baggie. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hysterical. It was a Ziploc baggie. I was at least sanitary about it. Okay. Um, I don't think Becky would have been. No. no. <laughs> um, you sit tight and watch this. <laughs> but my first IUD was a Skyla and it was only good for three years. What's an IUD for um, anybody listening? Because this is a fitness podcast, so we don't really talk about this a whole lot. Intrauterinary um, device, I and, think, or something. Yeah, like and intrauterinary intra- explosive device. Pretty <laughs> much, yeah. Acronym. I got that. So it's a little T-shaped piece of plastic that they 
do not numb you for. They literally take tiny forceps and they grab a hold of your cervix and then they shove a straw up in there and release it. And then they take little scissors and they trim the strings down for you. And then every single year when I go to my gynecologist, she has to look for the strings. So she just takes a giant like swishy stick that looks like a mascara wand and swabs around in my cervix. If you have had a baby before, your cervix is a little bit more pliable. If you haven't, it is not. We are not offered any kind of pain medication. We're not offered anything. We're told to take ibuprofen before we come in to get this done. How painful is it? It's pretty painful. It's terrible. It is... I heard the bones in the nurse's hand crunch and she almost slapped a hand over my mouth the first time that I got it done because I was not prepared for how badly it was going to hurt. Yeah, and I screamed. It hurts too. These are women doing this stuff too. Like, I, I, how is this information? That's not another thing I've along? also like kind of gone on about. I was like, I feel like with all the science and advancements we made, like we should make some advancements in like, the gynecological area of like the tools you and the things that they so. use. Can we like, have a so speculum <laughs> that doesn't have seams that cut my vagina when it goes in? Like that would be <laughs> that nice. kind of a thing. Or really cold. Like if those are our two options, do you want sliced by plastic or do you want an icicle shoved in your vagina? I mean, <laughs> I think like most things today, we have all been trained by society. Um, I grew up being told that's the price you pay you pay for beauty. Oh yeah, like oh you know, beauty spending any kind of any kind of beauty product or know, you know, I like know. Yeah, Victor and I right now are just looking at each other. <laughs> like that's that's what that's I mean, just what we have to and, and do. I, and I know a lot of this stuff. So I'm still getting new information I'm, right now. I I mean, I've been married for almost ten years now, um, and. Oh, by the way, Dr. Posh said that the next time I come in, if you haven't made an appointment to go do something, and so she has to write me another prescription, she'll call you. <laughs> I love that woman. She's awesome. Oh, my gosh. So, but my, I'm, I don't even have words. I'm really glad that we had you guys in, by the way. Oh, 100%. Because, the, I mean, I felt like I knew, and we were just going to have a conversation, and I was going to, like, know a lot of points. Right. I feel like I don't know anything. You're doing great. <laughs> no, but I mean, gen- but that's, I feel like that is so pertinent. But like, think, think because about this, how many people are arguing and talking about this on the regular that feel in like an they uneducated know fashion? And, and you're they, an intelligent fucking human. Well, thanks. Yeah, I, and, I, I don't and, feel like that right you, now. And you don't <laughs> like know all this. You're above average as far as that goes. So think about the average person and below well, that's all over saying. society that doesn't know any of this shit. How are they going to mm. argue this point? in any kind of intellectual fashion, or how do you even have a damn opinion when you don't know? That's exactly what I'm saying, and that's what's blowing my mind with all of this, is how are these, like, how do you listen to this conversation? And this isn't even as extreme. Like, Kara, you're pretty extreme, but they're still extremer. <laughs> I'm saying in the great, comparatively. No, that's not what I, no, sorry, that's right, how, that's not what I mean. Right, but I'm saying, like, we're having this, and your story is feels extreme to me, but yeah. there's people that are a hundred times more extreme oh, yeah. than what you're oh, at. Oh, yeah. And I'm, that's what's blowing my mind is the fact of, like, wow, this is on a, like, it's a whole other level. Yeah, yeah. it's a and, whole other level. And, and just, there's more levels. And you just listen to them dish out like a, a dozen different meds. So to go back to your just previous question, whether you know birth control is good or bad, and this is why it can't be so black and white, and you can't have a, a dead set, hard set rules, because there's going to be negative effects from birth control and doing shit to your hormones no matter what. Mm-hmm. But if the negatives from the birth control outweigh the positive that you would then receive with lack of pain and and having tissue not grow inside your body that shouldn't be growing at in different areas. Your women are having to outweigh the negatives just to feel some relief. 
And all the burden of responsibility is almost completely on them at that point. We need you to fuck up your bodies and your hormones, which everybody knows. Nobody's immune to hormones. Like everybody wants to get on to guys about wanting to have sex all the time. But testosterone is a fucking hormone yeah. that guides that. So women's hormones, having them up and down regulated in whatever way, shape, or form, their emotions in, in a lot of areas are completely out of control sometimes. And the, the shit that they experience and the hot flashes and, and forced menopause, like, what? Yeah, that's But we're just crazy. emotional, Mike. Yeah. We just need to get our yeah, shit together. And calling just, women innately emotional, well, I guess you can almost call them that now because we're medicating them to the point of being overly emotional sometimes. And that's why we can't make any big decisions on our own. That's why we, we have to have a man to sign off on it. A man decide our uterus problems. This is going to get bad quick, Mike. We got to run. <laughs> no. Now. Now. So. <laughs> I want to bring up the fact that a lot of states that are having problems with right now is that there is no medical way to tell in between a natural miscarriage and somebody who's taken plan B. That's true. So there are women that are having natural miscarriages that are now being looked into because it looks like they had an abortion. And you also have to deal with what People we talked about. That miscarriages don't happen, but like Often. a lot of the times, like your body... Your body is made, your uterus is there, it, it carries a baby, it's supposed to protect you, it lets you grow a baby and push a baby out without the baby killing you because otherwise the baby will kill you, right? If you have an atopic pregnancy or something like that, which by the way That's should be a reason that people should have abortions, that'll kill you, right? What it, is an atopic pregnancy? I know, oh. but I want you to say Oh, it. it's a pregnancy outside of the uterus. It can be in the fallopian tubes or really anywhere that that baby attaches. And, and a baby is, at the, at the core of it, is a parasite, right? Like it's going to suck you, suck all of your nutrients. As I've heard, because my wife would say that numerous times. Yeah, right? I mean, it's, it's true. It's, oh, man, they it's, still are. It's they're very... Just, <laughs> now, they're outside of my body. External parasites. So, again, I'd like to kind of bring it back to, to explain some stuff. And with an ectopic pregnancy, if, if a, a baby is being brought to term in the fallopian tubes that will rupture that will, that kill the will woman cause yeah. internal bleeding and so the potential life-threatening status if it's brought to term almost inevitable you're going to die from internal bleeding there's always outliers and extremes I was gonna so say, you might not but how i i don't know and i i feel like i don't know anything <laughs> um especially i not to bring it back to the birth control but like the birth control thing blows my mind because for years it's just the thing. Like, everybody does it. Like, what's the big deal? Everybody's on birth control. For, for like, a guy, that's the thought control. process. Just take the birth You're control. right. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel so much more ignorant about it and, like, such a big asshole now because that literally is a thought. I'm like, it's just birth control. Yeah, everybody imagine else if, takes imagine it. Imagine if the deal. roles were but flipped. If men were the, the ones responsible right. for taking birth control, which, frankly, they probably should be, if they were the ones and it had to mess with their hormones all the time and right. they were the ones that, right? But, that would be, you guys would be in the same situation, right? You'd be like, man, this fucking sucks. Right, and, and don't miss the fact that uh. most women, when they're prescribed a birth control, they don't, it, it's rare that they just land the perfect birth oh, control yeah. for their system, I, I quote unquote at that point, for the first time. So they will often have to go through multiple well, birth controls. through five. How many yeah. have you tried? I've Listen. had three different birth controls. So, three, so they have, oh, go ahead, Becky. Um, well, I think, I think technically but only because not because of ch by choice it was my insurance change. insurance mine too my insurance changed a lot of times but, but that's really a good thing because insurance companies are run by doctors who really know what they're talking about um, <laughs> sarcasm sarcasm, sarcasm there, yeah. so women are literally trying to find the birth control that has the least amount of negative side effects 
not the one that's the healthiest, best. This feels great. Or I'm even doing, the one that they're I'm flourishing insurance here. covers apparently. Right, yeah, that's right. The other they're, thing. they're limited the to that. So it's the least amount of side effects, or the one that their 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 insurance company has, yeah. or they just don't. I remember being controls. pretty frustrated because I had a birth control that I found that actually like didn't have too many terrible side effects. But it's, so you, and you then, didn't say zero. I hate the fact then, that no one right, out there no, is saying zero. There's it had no zero. zero, zero I'm good. But my insurance stopped covering it, and then I had to find another birth control. Why do insurance again? And you, nobody in this room may have the answer to this, but why do insurances change what they? I cover? think your insurance also changes as you like change jobs and stuff. Oh, so, like, also, if you don't have a job that provides you insurance and you're getting it from, like, the marketplace now, like, that necessarily is not always the same. Yeah, yeah, um, well, e- even I, generic the, forms the brand, of some Well, that's don't. what I was going to say. Yeah. I, technically, I, technically, I've had two kinds of, I've done the, the orthotricycline and I've done the orthocycline. Those are basically the only ones that I've ever taken. But those are, like, that's the... That's, that's the, a brand name. That's the... Yeah. Right. So, um I can't even tell you how many generics they have over the so years. many it types dozens. of it changes all the time. It and, just changes. And the again. generics won't off, off sometimes don't work as well. My ex wife was on I think it was Avian or Avian something, I can't remember. But the Is one that a bird? time Yep. It might be. She it's a bird birth control. It is. Sometimes it's, you have to cross over. <laughs> it's, it's like a predatory pigeon. hawk. You just put a pigeon in a predatory hawk. <laughs> but she, she we ended up the... getting the generic form of that for a little while, and it just fucked her up. She's like, I, I can't do the generic. I need the damn name brand because there's minor fluctuations yeah. in actual hormone control in the body and, and if you can cause drastic damn changes. What, what the thing is, and I think like what Vic's saying is... is um, or maybe, I don't know, one of the boys, one of you, I'm going to lump you in. One of us is in, making a good point. Because we are all lumped in, we're going to lump <laughs> you all in. Um, you know, if you even know that's what your problem is. Like, you could be having issues and think, you know, that then you have women that are on antidepressants mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. other kinds of medication anxiety because meds, they're dealing with anxiety and depression and all of these other things when, really, it's just your fucking birth control. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you don't know. You don't know that's what the problem is. And there's, there's so many hormone fluctuations that can even cause depression like that. Like even as an aging male with low testosterone, they're now more prone to depression, now more prone to, to negative side effects. And that's just naturally dropping things. So we're forcibly changing the hormone you know, pathology of a of, of female system. Like, you know you, what you else sucks about birth control is that you take it, it fucks you up, and then... It's not even 100% effective. Like, you could still right. get pregnant. Right. I mean, the mm-hmm. amount of bay people have gotten pregnant with IUDs or what are the, the, the implant ones uh, that are depo. in your arm? Depo. Ooh. No, yeah. depo's the shot. Uh, the ones that go in your arm. Oh, just, your arm gets so bruised. You ever seen that? They I've, I've seen that. They, you can even sticks. still see the they little just, bumps they on there. They yeah, yeah, you can like feel little it. Sticks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think I've seen that. Yeah. 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 You know, and then it doesn't even necessarily work. But not only that. So, in generics versus regular, there's dye in the pills. I had a birth control that I was allergic to the dye in oh, the third no. week of pills. It took me four months of getting a UTI, like clockwork, <laughs> to figure that out. That and then sucks. I had to change again and then because see if the new I one couldn't would take work that. Then. See, I just had like, a, and I was like, oh, maybe that's what happened maybe to me. Maybe that's what happened. <laughs> like, yeah. that, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't why even the hell are putting dyes in meds yeah, anyway? Quit. Just because it, it tells you what's the difference in the different levels. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. See? 
Ignorance. Ignorance, man. It happens. <laughs> and I feel like I've spent this entire episode with my jaw on the <laughs> you, floor. You literally have. And it's my even, mouth has been hung wide it's hidden open by the beard, this entire And it's still thing. obvious. Oh, my. Do you need some water? Is your mouth dry over there? I've <laughs> been chugging water over here. I would say it. I'm sorry that I haven't informed you, but you tell me all the time you don't listen to me. So. Oh. <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> so, yeah, get them, ladies. Am I right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Just go hide in the corner, Mike. <laughs> it is also super entertaining to me the last two years that I've been to my gynecologist I have a Mirena IUD in when they put it in they said that it was good for five years last year when I went back she said oh it's good for six years now and when I went back this year she was like oh really good news Mirena's now good for seven years I'm like I'm real confused (laughs) because this thing has been inside of me and it has been inside of many women before (laughs) me and you're telling me that you didn't have all of the information on this and she goes oh well when other countries came out with it they always knew that it was good for seven years but the u.s just wanted to be a little bit more precautionary i'm like no so you wanted to charge us every four years for an iud until you said that you had all because you literally just said that all the countries had the other research to say that it was good for seven years but yet our system decided more expensive exactly it all comes down to money and power yeah everything every point that we've talked about has turned out back down to money and power, and that's everything. Everything we do, it's money and See, power. Money and money control. And power. Control is probably the better. Control is power. It, it is. It is. But it's, it still has a slightly different connotation. Yeah, but so that's exactly what it we is. Don't, I mean, we don't have enough time to go into all of the details, but um, I will mention for anybody who is really interested in in this topic and the information that I just found, because like I, I feel completely uninformed about everything that's happening, and I feel completely helpless in what's what's happening so specifically the podcast that i was listening to just yesterday it's um if you get you guys know glennon doyle um glennon doyle she's an author um and uh read her book untamed it's awesome okay but she uh, she has her and her partner um and her sister have a uh, podcast called we can do hard things and her sister amanda just um it was a shorter episode and just went on and talked about all of this stuff and basically breaks it down gave me a lot of more insight of like so we're, we we started all off saying oh roe v wade and people who are listening still might be saying okay well how did that just after 50 years right. just got overturned and she actually goes into the the politics of where it started in mississippi and how there were two laws that were about to be passed in mississippi um and uh, and people on um, uh, who were pro-choice thought, oh, it's really great. We they put all of their time and energy into the one side, which was blaringly reproductive because it was talking about the viability um, of a fetus and like the time frame of all of that. And they were going to change some of that. And they fought against that, and that got um, that got squashed. Mm-hmm. But what they missed was there was another one at the time that was about voter rights and um, specifically kind of that would be giving less people option it, it was basically giving um people of color less opportunity to to vote and what whatever whatever I'd, like i said we don't have time to go into it but that's kind of what the catalyst was is that that got passed which then was able to vote in people who eventually put uh put up you know some of the challenges How to roe v wade how long does the process take that's what i want to know because we're saying about oh I, like i'm saying that i'm hopeful that this would change right. and that we'll get back to where we were. <laughs> but it, yes, it took 50 years from that, that now it has changed. But how long before, because it's not like tomorrow, let's 
take another thing well, to the Supreme Court. It takes a minute to that's get That's one the of the Supreme things that's really Court. frustrating about this whole situation, Victor. And props to the women before us who did a lot of legwork to get us where we were and sucks that we lost all of that progress. But it also, right now, I think a lot of us feel very defeated because there isn't, like, some easy thing that we can do right. to get it back, right? Like, I think it's going to be a lot of legwork, and it's probably going to take a long time. Yeah. It's going to be a long process. Well, We're in, in the, the great backslide. We are backsliding <laughs> real hard. The There's a point of view that I haven't looked into as much, but it is a very interesting one, where if you are charged with having an abortion, it's a felony, and who can't vote? Right. Felons. Yeah. So now you are taking a vast majority of the populace that you can't tell whether or not they've miscarried or had an abortion. You say they had an abortion. And now how many women can't vote? Wow. Yeah. It, right? It keeps the people in power in power. That's the point. Right. The whole point. Yeah. I mean, makes screw me, all women, right? Right? Am I right? So, I'm just kidding. Obviously. Oh, but, that makes me feel so if, icky. Yeah, but yeah. society is. So. Yeah, that's... So, and uh, this, lot, this is yeah. a huge this deficit a in society. You think about how many, like, again, you're you're a caring and supportive husband, and you didn't know half of the shit that your wife is going through. Apparently not that caring or supportive. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Uh, let me just state for the record. He, he is. But my point is there, there are a lot of women out there that do not have supportive males in their life. They're just like, oh, whatever you're going through, you are just being emotional, or this isn't that big of a deal, or you just take birth control. It's not a big deal. Just... Toe the line as far as that I've goes. I've said that, Mike. I've said, just take birth control. What's the big deal? And, the, and that, the, Those words have come out yeah, of my mouth. And that's perfect. <laughs> Ignorance on your point, not a lack of caring. So that's you, you were accidentally unsupportive on, on that front. But that's what I'm saying is accidental idiots like myself yeah. are people who are in charge of things. Well, so there's this, no so this education was, oh, on it. There was a fun video that showed up the other day. There was a... <laughs> there, I'm sorry. There was a senator and there was a doctor. And the doctor was like, oh, well... You know, you can swallow a pill that has a camera to detect polyps and everything. And this motherfucking man said, well, can that be done the same for pregnancy? <laughs> and there is a very healthy pause by the doctor that said, God dang it. God dang no, it. it is not. Because when you consume something, it does not give you a view into the uterus. So unfortunately, we can't do it that way. Well, that was nice of him to say it like that. And props to him to be so nice yeah, about it. Yeah, he said so. Like, said props to him I to say it like that. I feel your public school system has failed you. But that yeah, isn't any education. Those are the senators. I know. I, know. I, I was going to say that was a senator who asked yeah. that question. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yes. Like a person in power, man. That's right. someone whose parents who's, told him that blowjobs get you pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, that doctor would be like, sure, just the same way we can see your uterus when you swallow the camera. Yeah, like, like, are you what? out of your mind? Let's try it. Here, swallow it. See if you're pregnant. Like what? I, it's crazy to me. I mean, that's a, that's a, I mean, that, there's so many topics. There is. There's a lot. There's we can so also go things. into the separation of church and state, which becomes a problem, right? A lot of this comes from people who are adherently into babies or God's gift, whatever. Cool. If you feel that way. But yeah. that it's, there and is. And they are. However, they, they so are you, you were a baby, right? So that makes you. You were God's gift the at thing some is, point as you well. Know, so, so, so does that does is that gift the next gift is the newer gift more important than the, the old gift? gift? Should yeah. we be thanking the rapist for his God's gift? gift? At, yeah, it's at just, that point, you like, know, church just does. It does there is the separation of church and state exists for a reason. We don't do it well in this country, no. right? Like there are tons of religions, but clearly one religion 
is calling a lot of shots. People call a lot of shots based off of what's in the Bible, you know, and it's like, or even what was in some really old documents that we wrote forever ago. And it's like, you, you know, things change. Like we can't just to play. I'm not even devil's advocate, but like, so religion's a big thing in my life. Yeah. But I feel like we, I do, we do religion and faith with our brains. Like I have a lot of faith. I believe there's a God. I believe in all these things. But I also believe it's not my vagina to worry about. Right. Like, I also, like, there's certain steps in a lot of these things. I gotta tell you you that. Do both. You can't believe in God and think that God is up there being like that 10 year old girl's gonna have a baby. Right. Like, right. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's gotta be logic involved. I mean, I knew people. So, I, in growing up, um, in my teenage, Saturday, the college years, was like, Super church boy, went to church three days a week, like, was in, in youth groups and the whole nine. And so, like, I, I went to all these, like, conventions, like, retreats and all this kind of stuff. And I've met people who are these people. And they are, like, I had, uh, we, uh, I, was a, I was in college. And it was a buddy of mine. And we were cool. We were, like, totally cool. I love this dude. He was, like, an awesome dude. And he had a, uh, uh, actually I've had it more, this is a specific example, but I've, I've seen this happen a couple times and his girlfriend at the time had, uh, has diabetes Mm -hmm. and she felt like she was getting low sugar. Mm -hmm. So she was going to go eat a banana and he was like, just pray it away. Don't eat the banana. Just pray it away. What is that? Um, I just was like, wait, what? Like, I believe in God. I believe that. But he also gave you this banana to eat. Correct. So that you can it's take care what, of the issue. It's not what? to eat a banana? Like, why Here's does my prayer. have to be an alternative? It's in this yellow peel <laughs> is my prayer has been answered. <laughs> Here it is. Like, but it is a lot of, it's like that stupid joke. You can just you blind hear, faith and just, where, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's like that joke where the guy's on the top of the roof waiting for God to save him. And a, 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 a John boat shows up. And the guy's like, come on, get in. And he's like, no, God's going to save me. And he, he, fly, he goes away. And then this uh, Coast Guard comes by and they're like, come on, let's get He's like, no, uh, my God will save me. And then a, a copter comes by and he's like, and he's just about to drown. He's like, come on, grab the rope. And he's like, no, my God will save me. And then he dies. Right. And he goes to heaven and God's sitting there and he says, God, why didn't you save me? He's I like, sent I you sent for- you a boat. I <laughs> sent you a helicopter. I sent you the Coast Guard. What more do you want from me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like you're an idiot, but come on in. Yeah, yeah. man. Well, and I think that, too, in our spoiled brat society, we talk about quality of life and, like, everybody wants to, you know, you know, go to yoga and eat their avocado toast um, for quality of life. <laughs> Which avocado toast is delicious. It is. And said, and I love yoga. No, no. Hate. <laughs> I'm no hate. wearing yoga pants right yeah. now. Um, yoga pants. I said that. You said you can't call them yoga pants. I don't know. She yells at me when I call them yoga pants. <laughs> They're fitness pants. <laughs> Anyway, anyway yeah. <laughs> um, we talk about quality of life, and yet, you know, like when we talk about these people who desire these abortions, who are, you know, they're not making that choice lightly. No one is. And when it, it kind of upsets me when I see there, I know that there are some advocates out there who made that choice and now regret it. And now they're like, I had an abortion and it was the worst decision of my life. And I'm like, I'm not discrediting their pain. I'm not taking away any of their, their thoughts, their opinions, but I feel like they are putting their, 
pain on other people. Their story is not other They're people's not st- story. Their story is not other people's story. And I feel like by denying people that choice, you are setting up a poor quality of life, not just for one person who makes that choice, but two people. Because it's exactly what Chrissy was saying. At least two people. But like what you were saying, Chrissy, is like nobody, what happens to that baby after? Afterwards. We don't have universal child care. We don't have someone to, you know, how is that, how is that young mom going to support that baby when yeah, she that kid's to go gonna to end work, up in the foster like, system, and there's a million kids in the foster system. We don't care about them either. Not even. I mean, they might. They sure, might they end might. up yeah, in the right. foster system, but they might just end up being raised by a single mom who works like three jobs and never sees her kid. And, yeah. Not only that, how many how many women are we going to see being tried who did not want the child have mental mental health issues, deal with depression, things like that, and end up killing that child because they can't deal with it and they don't have any other options in their eyes. Hey, kids are tough. Yeah, kids are tough. Yeah. Kids are terrible. We like wanted my... kids. Yeah. I wanted kids. And there, they're not terrible. There are they're... days that I just don't no, they're want terrible. that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, that's, and that's natural. And that's, that's a, again, a loving damn couple who loves their kids to death wants their kids most of the time it's yeah. still fucking tough you know and yeah, it's it is tough. The, another it's thing tough. that's very frustrating about the whole ordeal is that like if a woman gets pregnant right like how did she get pregnant right some she opened her some, legs really and god shot one I mean, down I have two kids, some but they dude, just kind of showed up i'm not right? really sure how that works some dude ejaculated into this woman right okay and now it's her problem right, right. takes two to tango man like so it, that's super frustrating. It could be someone who maybe they've had a long-term partner and they've never gotten pregnant and all of a sudden now she gets pregnant and now she's screwed now she has to have this baby, right? And it all boils down to, I mean, could that guy have worn a condom? Yeah. Did he? Probably not. And here she is dealing with the repercussions of him not wanting to wear a condom, not pulling out, not doing whatever. Like, you know, there's things that they could be doing and it's just, it seems very unfair to put all the weight of that or just women in in relationships who they already have children yeah and yeah they just can't handle another pregnancy yeah, i mean how many they babies are you supposed to have before you're allowed to they stop can't having babies afford it exactly. like and again i think we you have to rule out telling people they can't have sex out of the fucking that's equation. ridiculous it's that's ridiculous. so ridiculous Not only is it insanely healthy to have sex it's stress relief it's natural like i you you can't just tell people not to have sex that's bullshit i mean there's not gonna have dolphins have sex for fun right, right. lots the of animals have sex for yeah. fun yeah. why are we not having sex for fun we're just gonna live on this world and not have sex for fun why no, it's, it's completely this world's unrealistic. awful <laughs> everything awful. that's going on right this now this world's awful something. someone <laughs> should be having sex that's <laughs> wild yeah that's the only way is gay sex, and that's going to be illegal soon too. Now, great, yep. super. <laughs> well, that's a whole another episode and another topic. I'm not but ready. For you're that. right, Becky, I'm because sorry. that does open the door. You know, this opens the door to what other rights are people going to lose? Well, right? and again, it's Roe v. Wade is not just about reproductive rights. Same-sex marriage is covered under it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't I know didn't that. Know that? In what way? I you know? I don't want to. Make false statements, yeah. I don't want to talk more than I actually know, but I do know it's been a lot. I've scrolled across a lot of videos where, like, it's things that people don't understand are covered underneath this that are now going to start just tumbling down. The and you look at Texas and everything that they've done. Oh my god, I would have to pull it up, but they have created this 
asinine giant document. And one of them is, is that it's marriage is to be back to God's right, which is in between a man and a woman. It is in a Texas legislation piece of shit. But now and that's, that's at that point, that's then forcing religion on people. Which but that's the thing. It does. It's you, up to you the state. You can't do that, but, but I guess it's we can. It's up to the state. But you can't do that, but I guess but you can't. But and, it's up to the state. Right. And so for me, the, the winning or losing of any one religion, even the absence of religion. So when they, they pulled prayer out of school, again, it should have been choice because allowing the well, they atheists. Put it back in school. Well, again, I get it. Yeah, but but allowing the atheists to win at that point is now saying religion doesn't have a place. Where if you go back, saying that religion has a place, well, now atheists are going to be offended. Like, it well, should be a choice. If you don't want to pray, don't pray. Yeah, it's true. That's it's the only problem. the problem only is that it's not all the religions. It's only the one religion. Yeah, and yeah. You, Catholics. Is that where we're at? We're talking about Christianity. Christianity. Oh, Christianity. Yeah. All okay. of that is I mean, under yes, the umbrella. Yes, the Catholics are a big. I'm not saying it's yeah. multiple religions. I mean, yeah, but they're yeah. so. All right. I'll jump in on the religion side of things. So Christianity is the umbrella top of it, right? And under Christianity, there is Catholicism, right. Luther, like basically every religion that you see a church for, yeah. Yeah. Not, that's called a church. That believes that, in Jesus. Yeah, yeah. That's, right. that's all Christianity. Yeah. But which, and again, which is fine. Judaism, which is a little different. I, I don't know if they have that. I don't think that's actually considered Christianity. No, it's not. No, 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 it's yeah. not. It's not. No. It, no. Well, I was going to say, because you said believe in Jesus. Now I'm like, well, they believe in Jesus. So they, they believe that believe Jesus that he... was not the Messiah, yeah, right? They oh, believe, yeah, yeah, yeah. They believe yeah. that he was like a person. Yeah. 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 But he was That's not, not the You threw me when you said that. I was like, wait a minute. Is that Yeah, so there's yeah, tons of right. religions, and those aren't represented in any way, right? So, like, it would, you're right, Mike. It would be cool if it was like everyone can pray in whatever the way that they want to pray or not pray. You mean like freedom and all inclusion? Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> but that's not how it is. <laughs> no, it's not, unfortunately. Yeah. That's, and that's to me that even as somebody who believes in God and believes yeah. in Christianity, there's a big piece that that bothers me. Like, it's all, I feel all of this is, is dwelled on the extremes. Like all I the have extremes have taken over. We talk about this all the time. Bye, Mike. Mike, Mike, Mike needs a potty break. Almost. So this you is like almost potty made it, Mike. You so almost proud of so him. close. All right. So while Mike's gone, no, but it 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 all breaks down to like, the extremes, and that's I've, even in the political realm. Like the the talking heads are all the extremes, both mm-hmm. sides. It was never like this. Becky's um, family was in politics for a while, and we so we talk about politics. We're not. I don't even. I hate politics in general. Yeah. I it, I just think it's disgusting and dirty and gross, and Same. I just I don't like it. But there was like, I mean, I've talked about it with like some of my family and stuff. But like, there's like presidents that their stances that they took on things, whether they were Republican or Democrat, that now if they made that same stance, they would be on the opposite side of the line from where they were. They were strong Democrats. Now if they said this, they would be considered Republicans. And they were Republicans. But if they said this, they'd be just like the Bushes with the Planned Parenthood. They would be called extreme Democrats. Like... It's so crazy. Yeah, there's to me. there's Republicans that are more liberal, and there's Democrats but that are more not conservative. Not really anymore. But That's now, what I'm saying. yeah, they now we're all to over the place. The edge. They're, they're, it's not even all over the place. It was good when they were all over. Yeah, the place. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that was That's better. That's the point. Yeah. They're supposed to represent the country that is all over the place. They're not all over the place anymore. They're like, oh, this whole middle ground where all you guys live. Screw that. We're going to go to the edges and we're going to say you need to either pick a side. It's the, you know. Yeah. Red Rover, Red Rover. Well, yeah, yeah, come on just, over. I mean, Here we go. They're, 
pick your party. They're yeah. taking they're taking advantage of the knowledge that they have that other people don't have. So like they can do things like gerrymandering and be able to put in place like that like what and I keep I'm gonna keep quoting the same podcast. Go and listen to it. It's so good. We don't promote um, other podcasts but right here, but I'll accept this one. <laughs> Welcome ta- back. Everything come out okay? She that was good? great. Good? All right. Talks about like, you know, how do people are so perplexed of like, how did we get a government that doesn't reflect what we look like? Like it doesn't yeah. reflect our, our, you know, point of view or what we look like, what the country looks like. The government is a bunch is of old white separate. men. Here's the it's deal. It's not even. <laughs> it's not even. It's just the fact that like. Those extremists, like they go to lengths. They're, they like, do, like they redistrict system, voting they, intentionally. Yes, yeah. that's what it is. That's yeah. what gerrymandering but is. And they, how long has it this change been happening? Because, like, when do you consider that change of happening? Because a lot of these people that are in those seats have been there for long ass yeah. time. That's also so a did problem. they just change? There's no term or have limit. they been working no, the system to get to where they wanted this whole that's time? forever. Not it's to earn both. their pay anymore. The fact that there's no term limit is a problem. But I think, yeah, these things have been happening over time. I don't know, Victor, exactly how long. But, but yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like they, some of these people have been in seats for like fifty something years. It depends like, on the position. There are some positions that um, that do have term limits, but um, they're either very long or some of them don't at all. What is and it? I mean, judges the, that are for life. The Supreme Court is yeah. the Supreme Court's life, life yeah. which is so dumb. It's yeah, so that's dumb. so dumb. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. And that's it why, like, what's so happening yes no. now I'm, is I'm not really a big. It's not a big surprise. But it's not though. If they're good at their job, they'll get. They can get repo. In, you no, know what I mean? that's like, the whole that point. Be... Is because now that's the pressure on that person that they're making decisions based off that's of losing true. their job. Yeah, and they don't want them making decisions based off of losing their job. They want them to make what they classify as the best decision. The problem happens yeah. when people get in and they make decisions that aren't the best, and then you can't do anything about they're it. They're also appointed, but, aren't they? Yeah, the president appoints them. So see how which, we're not having a say in that at all. <laughs> that's also part of. I mean, you did, quote unquote, you did because you appointed the president. He got voted in, and sure. so then. But that, then he yeah, appoints whatever is available at the if time. If it happens to become available, yeah. and that's, I mean, I don't want to turn this into a Trump love or hate podcast, but that's going to be part of his legacy because right? that was part of he. What is it? Two seats that he got the that he got the place. Yeah, and those two seats. I'm sure we're a big part in terms of swinging this whole vote. Mm-hmm. This is why we're having this conversation because this isn't the first time that something like this has come up to the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. but this is the first time that it was really in jeopardy. And is this the part of Trump's legacy? I don't know. Uh, if anyone believes in ghosts, we better all like start doing seances to Ginsburg and be like, you need to haunt all their asses. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so. Yeah, I don't know if there's like a good solution to that, but yeah, the system is they flawed. Have to be, I, I, I think I 100% you, if, agree they, they can't be, they can't be termed. No. Supreme Court cannot be termed. It has to be no. life. Oh, wait. You think it should be life? It has to be. I think in it's got to be something make... else. Maybe it's not, maybe it's not termed. And may, I mean, I don't know about life, bro, because life is for a long time. If you have a shitty but human I mean, in that I, position, any, like, that's a shitty person for life. Yeah, but at any point, they if they're gonna if there's a term, at any point they're coming toward the end of that term, and then they can just be like, "F it, whatever," or they can just. Or they're going to be hell like, of an assumption. I, Hopefully they're not. Yeah, that's I, what I, happens. I that's, think if someone is appointing them, then you have to trust that the person that appointing them is making a good decision right. on the person and that that person is going to do a good job. Right. right. But I think it should still be limited. Right. Like I think it should be however many years. <laughs> 
Sorry, we're like, Kara just came back you and sat it. down and almost I, ate it. I and so it was really bad timing. And we were all trying to hold our laughter in on this side. And we, it just wasn't going to happen anymore. Sorry, Chrissy. We're, we're interrupting. You're fine. You're go fine. ahead. Go back. To um, yeah, I just think that I don't think life is a solution. And maybe term I, isn't a solution. Maybe either. there's X amount of years, you know. And when their X amount of years comes up, you have to trust that that person is going to make the right decisions. They know. When they signed up, they knew they only have this many years. Yeah, but so do all of the other appoint like senators and House. And, and they like, cannot they rerun. That That's too. it. And, you and, get to be in it for however senators, many years and you're good out. good and bad ones on, yeah. on terms. We have to just hope that they're not trying to tank shit coming towards the end of the <laughs> I term. Mean, there's always going to be a problem. It and, doesn't matter whether it's term, true. it's life. There's always going to be an issue but or at least a with term, it's more of a fluctuating problem as opposed it's, that for life you have a fucking problem. Honestly, I'd rather see it if you're going to do the Supreme Court thing. I'd rather see that they just randomly pick people out of the country. Huh. Like that'd be fun. Just yeah, kind of well. like I. I would love to see the Olympics like that. By the way, instead of having people who are dedicated and trained just for random that, people. just <laughs> random people out of every country. Like you just randomly get drawn. Be like, oh. You're the Paul Volter this year, that would and then you get a year to train. Hysterical. You get a, or, or even four like, years. You can get wonderful four years to train. And you it's get like, four years to train for yeah. for the for your event. That would be Olympic wild. draft notice. Yeah, your yeah. Olympic draft notice. But I, honestly, I, I, what what would be the harm in doing that for for a Supreme Court? Or I mean, there would be harm. I get yeah. a, a, the idea, but that's the whole idea. Is if you get somebody who's mentally unstable in a Supreme Court. There are mentally unstable people that need to be represented in anything. There are mentally unstable people everywhere. But there are also sane people. So if you're really looking for the majority, if you just randomly pick people out of the hat and, and, and some random draft status out of the entire country, like, isn't that a better choice for the country? Isn't that better representation? I mean, if, if you're going to the level of, like... Mental health issues is somebody who has dealt with depression or I mean, issues like that. Then they can support that, some, but like th- those people maybe aren't in the draft. But like you get right, what I'm saying. Right, like right. Yeah. you can have millions of people to choose from and just randomly select people, and then this is. I mean, to be fair, Victor and I have had this conversation before. Yeah, this isn't. An, oh no, I can a, tell. Yeah, this is oddly and specific. we've said like it would be interesting. It would be an actual like it, it would. It would be a better representation of our country. Be. And like they you could heard even it here first, folks. And they solve the world's problems. They could like have the choice. Like okay, so like if you come up and like your no your number is comes picked, up. You yeah. know what I mean, it's the hunger hunger games. The hunger or whatever. Games. Like when if your number is picked, like at that point we said, you know, well, are you forced to do it? And, like yeah, what I support do you, you have? have to volunteer? Well, I would say then you even but have to go through a vetting you... process at that point. Just because you're picked, it shouldn't guarantee like you're in. Say, we, there has yeah. to be some outliers and some. Rules I think this to go is the next point. episode that you guys should talk about. Like, <laughs> what if it's like jury duty where they bring in everybody and see like whether or not you have any conflicts or right. whether or not you yeah. are fit or whether or not you can make it. Yeah, work. what if it's it just a jury of your peers? Like maybe, maybe you could have like a jury of your peers and there's maybe multiple juries of your peers and like they have one person to represent yeah. them or something some way that the you, country you would, is having more representation yeah, you in would these find votes. exposure to some absolutely amazing but again, people that would never ever get through a running process from money or whatever and this comes back and sums up the whole thing and we're gonna cut it here because we could go on for hours and we hours could. and hours but this brings it all back to that'll never happen and You're why right. will that never happen yeah, because it doesn't it doesn't keep the people in power and power. Doesn't keep the people in power and power. And there's a reason that that exists, and there's a reason that these laws are made. And like, I mean, we're all social media all the time. We all love. I mean, that's that's and, life right now. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I see the term sheep, and like, what are they doing? And that's really it. Like, there are people who make rules. That's what like 
even politics. I've talked about this with my wife before. Like, I don't care about politics because those people don't really control anything. It's, there's other people around that control and tell the politicians, all of them. That's why there's people, their whole job is lo- as lobbyists mm-hmm. is to go and do... I mean, that, that essentially what you're saying is the people in the political seats don't actually have the power. It's the people outside who are influencing their the people with the money, put them in the companies, their, or, yeah, who put them in power in every stage and every step. So to me, that's more of the bigger issue and that will never change because ultimately yeah, the people in power have too much power and money. So it's trying to survive around the edges of it. How do you survive within it? And it takes a lot of legwork, like we talked before, to make mm-hmm. changes because you're taking all of the small people around to uproot and fight these big powers. But even when they're losing, they're winning. Right. Yeah. And so, I mean, so it, it comes down to, to you being as good a human as you can be in your community and supporting the people around you. Just be a I good feel like fucking once human. This podcast gets released. I'm going to get a phone call and they'll be like, you yeah. can't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> But, so being that we are, yeah. are winding down, I do want to bring it back just briefly to, I mean, what we started it as. And, you know, the, the males that are listening that we didn't lose at the phrase gynecological visit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but gyna, I'm going to absolutely now. challenge you to get to know the women around you a little bit better, what they're going through, have these conversations because they're going to appreciate that for one. You can become a better human being by doing that as well. Get outside of your damn self. Learn a little bit of shit. We all have plenty of fucking learning to do. uh, And support the women around you. That's a good point, Mike. And uh, uh, I don't want to make it any longer, but I have one quick question that I want to ask all three of you. Um, Specifically because I, like I said, I spent most of this episode with my jaw on the ground. Is I learned so much in this episode from the three of you. I'm raising a daughter. Mm-hmm. How much for my own for my own benefit and for the benefit of anybody else that's listening who's raising a daughter, male who's raising a daughter, how much did your dads actually pay attention to <laughs> Is that bad? Bro, this is a bad question. Not a well, good I don't I'm not that, trying that to bring up anything. speaks volumes, but anything you yeah, want to say I'm, and Yeah, this you don't have to answer this question if it's personal. It's super personal and I understand that it's super personal and you don't have to a- answer this question. But I'm curious because like I have a daughter. How hands-on should is it necessary? How hands-on were your dads? Did did that matter to you? Did it matter that he had? Because now, obviously, I'm armed just from this conversation with more information than a lot of dads are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to be a dad who cares. Does it? But should I? Or do so I what, just? What do would it? you have liked to have seen from your father, or what was a, a beneficial I th- thing? I that think they may have- normalizing like an open communication. It's I don't feel like it's normalized at all between a daughter and her father in any way right now. But I I would like that. I think normalizing like an open line of communication where like you know that your daughter is going to grow up. She's going to be sexually active. She's going to be on birth Not control. Not ever. Yeah. No, See never, the problem? <laughs> That's the problem That's with every dad. Problem. That's the problem. <laughs> right? I'm obviously but so, yeah, uh, you know, I think that having that be a more normal thing where, like, you know, I get it. You're a dad. You've got a daughter. Like, the idea of your daughter growing up and having sex with men or women or whoever is, like, not your favorite thought process. But, like, it's going to happen. And um, I think it would be cool if dads were a little bit, 
you know, not super involved. If girls don't, you know, it's kind of weird, you know, but I think it would be okay. Like, I think that would be About a what nice thing. age do you think that nice time to thing. have those kind of you know, really, conversations? It's, it's, when would you have been receptive? I, I know it's completely it's just, dependent on the it individual. It is, yeah, yeah, and that's just hard. I, I think it really is going to be dependent on the individual, yeah. and as their parents, you're probably going to know better. Um but it, I mean, it can happen pretty early on for girls, you know. Would it have so. made a difference to you in your life if your dad was more hands-on? And again, this is super personal, and you don't want to answer. You don't have to, but I'm just curious because, like, how important I think, is that? I think my dad would have had to have been a different person entirely. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if yeah. it would have been weird I if he was if he was hands-on yeah. about that, but like he wasn't hands-on about anything in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah my yeah, mom yeah. carried the, the the burden of of really being the person involved well, and in traditional that doesn't bring it back to everything we've talked about yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i was just gonna say and in quote-unquote traditional and i think family, that's i think like that's, that's how men stay women were the, they stay they uneducated yeah. yeah men stay uneducated because they're not involved very well in in not just their daughter's life but their kids lives as much as the mother is but particularly in the but, but i also exactly. think the shitty thing is that men are just very uncomfortable discussing shit yeah and they this. shouldn't be right. i think that's the part yeah. that i'm saying like i think yeah. it would be much nicer if if that was like an open line of conversation. And that's the thing, like you helped you helped make this tiny human. Yeah. You know the anatomy of the woman that you made her with. Have the conversations with her. Yeah. Like I'm not saying that you need to hold her hand and tell her what size tampon she needs to use, right. but acknowledge that it is a I would thing. Have no idea. Don't yeah, I be an asshole about it. Yeah. Air on the side of heavy. Always. I don't know. Yeah. I you know if, provide chocolate and just be. Oh. Well, she hates chocolate. She hates chocolate. We know, we know what you're saying. Though. Not but like, yeah, like just some, yeah. some kind of... And to be able to have be the conversations supportive. with her. Because I will tell you this about my dad. I felt like I couldn't go and talk to him about anything. And it screwed up a lot of relationships in my growing up. Because I felt like I couldn't talk to men. Because I didn't know how to ask for what I wanted from him. Because he wasn't present. He didn't pay attention. Yeah. He wasn't in my life as much. So you just felt like all men were kind of like that, and so you just don't talk to since, them. Since that's I, the way I was treated since childhood, why I would I that. expect that any other man is going to act any I different? I think that's a really great point just all around that you, Vic, as a dad, for our son and our daughter, we both are presenting ourselves as, like, we are what they know of the world. Yeah. Like, what we expose them to is what they know of the world. So it's our jobs to be the examples of the kind of, of people and the kind of relationships that we want them they to be have. have. Yeah. yeah, like now, so now that's half the battle, right? Because if they're out there seeing everything else, so it, what a good point for a father to go to just, just to continue at this early of a stage being like, hey, if you have any questions, I'm always here for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to talk about anything? Always here for you. Yes. You can ask me anything yeah. so if you continue to do that now and again this is coming from somebody who's not a father obviously yeah, yeah, so yeah, take yeah, that yeah. with a grain of salt but that's just what i'm hearing out loud if you are continuing to have that conversation with your daughter and your son they're going to be hopefully more open to coming to you with any questions and if when they do you're not withholding or you tell them as much information as you can or feel like they are up for at that point there's always what? a dialogue not like you're not old enough for that. Designate a friend for them to talk to about things that they don't feel comfortable talking to you about. Like my sister, uh, she has her little girls are going to be three this January. I am going to talk to them about sex. I'm going to talk to them about drugs. I'm going to talk to them about alcohol. She is already she's like when they have these questions that I don't know how to answer as a mom that she knows she's going to be too close to. She's going to send them to me. 
I get that. I'm too hands on. I don't want. That. Yeah, I agree. And that's fine. That's not for everybody. You have that open dialogue. That's that's an avenue. You don't have to. Yeah. Do that. But yeah, I, think I think my relationship I, with my dad would have been entirely different if it was we had like a very open line of communication, which we just right. never did. And and to be fair, like even though you may not like even though you're like, oh, I'm too hands-on, like, I want to have those conversations, that's cool. But if our kids are uncomfortable, we should be setting them up kind of, like, with no, people that they can. No, I will make them talk to me. <laughs> you know, and okay, a lot of see, times... that goes back to what we're convention. talking about. That's it. We're no, starting the podcast over. <laughs> you are nothing. Uh, but that is... I mean, I am really hands-on, so that is a struggle for that, me that I yeah. want to have those conversations. Even now, I mean, my daughter just turned six, and yeah. I'm like... You can tell me. You know, stuff, Vic, if she feels more run, comfortable to talking mom. to mom about she stuff, she does about I, everything. Absolutely, and that's but maybe okay. you guys can both you be that there. You're open, she exactly. will come back around. She will if come you, talk if, to you. If if you and Becky are both there for that situation, I think that you know, after seeing, okay, dad's here, dad's cool, dad's part of the conversation, that and, then she'll feel more comfortable coming to you. And don't Becky hold it against her when she wants to go talk to her. Mom. Oh, absolutely. Like, because obviously, I try not to let her realize it, but for me, like, but it yeah. bugs me because I'm like, well, what? What the hell? But yeah. don't stop offering it to her just yeah. because you know that she's going to go. Because I promise you there are some things that she is going She'll to talk to you about. Just, she's just going to need to get a little bit older. All right, fair. And as long as you presented yourself that entire time as available, she will come back to you. Didn't mean to get off on another tangent, but I appreciate each and every one of you guys for coming in here and chatting with us today. Kara, yeah. thank you very much Not for sharing just chatting, educating. Us. Thank yes. you very, very much for the insight. We appreciate it. We will be back next week with uh, your regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> we'll talk about weight. We'll talk about the gym. I don't know what we're going to talk about. We'll get Nobody there knows. when we get there. No, yeah. no Lots of tangents. We get there. Yes, that's what we do. So, uh... I hope we uh, helped you guys a little bit, educated you a little bit, gave you some information because I learned a crap ton of stuff today. So hopefully you learned something too. As always, we love you. Check us out on we socials. We love you. And we'll uh, check you later. Befriend a uterus. <laughs> <laughs>